0: Dear, I do make some rash promises in these podcasts and I often don't deliver. This is about the second or third time that I've said that I'm going to try and do an outdoor broadcast and I don't do it. All I can say is is it's down to the equipment and down to me, a lot of it. Um, I am going to sort this out and I am going to do a podcast that is totally based outside. I'm looking forward to doing it, I want to do it, but currently I just don't have the gear to deal with things like windy conditions Uh, so it's one of the things I've got to sort out so the special podcast that I had planned sadly isn't going to take place at the moment but I will be returning to Scotland next year and I do intend to try and sort myself out in the uh, space of time that I've got which is about a year get some digital recording gear that can deal with what I... uh, what I will probably have to deal with up there windy conditions, wet and everything and we will see what I can put together I did record a little audio boot on the iPhone um, I haven't actually had a listen to it I just recorded it and uploaded it that's sort of the beauty You, you the audio quality doesn't have to be great for that but I, I want the best quality I can get for the main podcast, after all you want good audio to listen to don't you um anyway i will put the audio boo that i recorded on at the end of this podcast and i will also add uh, a couple of links that i found from uh, from last month this podcast running a bit uh, uh, is running a bit late due to uh, due to work and things there's a lot of work on at the moment so uh, i'm having to fit these things in as usual when i can so how was scotland well It was great. It was a photographer's paradise, to be honest. I think if you uh, love photography, if you love um, landscape photography, if you just like getting out somewhere that's wild, away from it all, then I would certainly recommend Scotland. Um, Coming through somewhere like Glencoe makes you realise how small you are in the scheme of things. It's a remarkable landscape landscape and you keep on heading further up, and the further up you go, it seems to get better and better, the the locks, the mist rolling across the hills, absolutely fantastic. I only stayed up there for a week, and then I went down to Dumfries, and if you do follow the audio booths, you will know that the following week I released... I wouldn't exactly say it was a... Uh yeah i wouldn't exactly say that it was a sad audio boo but it was just uh, there was a bit of melancholy in there i was missing the mountains and the locks and things basically the highlands of scotland is a difficult act to follow and i found going down to dumfries it was lacking certain things um even the photography tailed off i was adding bits and pieces um, ...online and things... ...and that leads me nicely onto... ...Instagram... ...that piece of software... ...that iPhone app and Android app... ...that photographers love to hate... Uh, ...well some photographers do... ...some photographers love it... ...some don't... ...some think it's rubbish... Uh, ...some think it's... ...you know, it's a great way of putting photographs out there... ...I'm starting to come to the latter conclusion... ...I think it's great for adding... Um, ...snapshot is probably the wrong word... ...because there's an awful lot of great images on instagram that's a surprising thing that i found over the summer uh there's quite a lot of photojournalists use it um some popular names um arguably a lot of them are people who've used iphones for photography projects before but it's a great way of having uh, a photo stream online and placing work on there and you can add a comment and you can explain the image etc I can certainly understand why documentary photographers some documentary photographers are using the the software I've discovered that I'm using it in a different way to how um, I was using it back in May back in May I was using it taking a snap going through all of the filters basically seeing what Instagram could do as an app now i tend to alter images using third-party um photography applications uh the one that i've been uh using if i can remember rightly is oh the name i'm just having a look at my laptop because i've actually got it on my laptop snapseed of course it's snapseed um which is brilliant for the iPhone, it's probably one of the best photography programs on there, very, very thorough and everything, you can alter the, the way that an image um, looks with a great degree of control, that's Snapseed, have a look for it, um, and what I was doing was just altering the image, uh, images that I took in that, and then uploaded them without even touching any of the filters on Instagram, so that's the way that I'm I'm tending to use it now, Um, I occasionally use the filters um, on Instagram but not that often I prefer not using them. I don't know why that is. Um, I think there's probably because there's not that many that I actually like. Um, In fact, thinking about it, there's probably only about two or three that I use on a semi-regular basis. Um, The lo-fi one is one for a start off because it's got quite a nice contrast. It's got quite a nice look to it. But other than that there's not really many of the filters in instagram that i use so saying that would i recommend the service well the answer to that would be yes if you are a photographer and you want some way of having a bit of an experiment with your your new iphone and you want to take photos and you want to share them and things i think probably instagram is one of the best ways of doing it um it is a bit of a closed shop um the vast majority of people, uh, when they upload their work, uh only peop other people with the Instagram uh application, whether it be on an Android phone or an iPhone, um, can actually see your work. There isn't a website featuring your work, but you can add one of those through a third party uh service like I've done. There's also various different plugins and things for WordPress and for for blogger, so if you want to add your pictures to uh your photography blog then it's easy enough to do that it's just great for sharing photos regardless of whether it's family images or whether you're a documentary photographer maybe covering something and you want a different angle it's a very flexible tool in fact one of the biggest surprises i think i've found is how flexible it is it's used by all sorts of photographers for all sorts of photography so uh, i'll certainly recommend it to any photographer, to have a try, see whether they got on with it, and uh, go on from there. But it's amazing how flexible the system is, and you don't have to use the filters if you don't want to, but occasionally you might feel like a bit of an experiment. It's photography link time, and I'm not going to give you that many this month, It's 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 been a weird month really being away a couple of weeks and then uh, sort of being back two weeks and being very busy so i'm only going to give you um two links on the podcast but there will be four there'll be a couple of bonus links as well that i will add to the podcast links section so take a look at uh, take a look there if you want to follow the links up this first one is to do with re- well actually it's got quite a good connection to the instagram um bit of the podcast this is talking about the proliferation of digital photography. I found this on Twitter of all places, uh which is usually where I find my photography links. Um New York Times lens blog and it's what to be what's to become of the professional photographer in a digital age where 380 billion photos are taken a year. I don't know where they get that number from, but apparently 380 million photos are uploaded to Facebook every day i would hate to have that bandwidth um problem uh, that server problem as well because those pictures will take an, an awful lot of room this is an essential bit of reading really if you are into uploading your images maybe you might be into instagram as well and putting them online to twitter but you also take serious images or you may be thinking about becoming a professional photographer the two definitely have an effect on each other I would definitely say that it's probably harder now to work as a photographer than it's ever been uh, because the technology gap has de- uh, has decreased that much um, that quite honestly you, you're able to do amazing things now for not a lot of money. Uh, the darkroom skills and things that you used to have to have you don't have to have now. You just get Photoshop Elements 11 and have a bit of an experiment with it build up your skills using that and it's amazing what you can do and of course photographers come in all shapes and sizes and skills some amateur photographers would easily make professional photographers and vice versa of course some professional photographers have about as much skill as a very poor amateur so it's all swings and roundabouts really but if you are interested in how photography is used these days and whether you think photography has being cheapened by all of these things like instagram it's worth a read this next one uh, and the final link for this podcast is the red bull cliff diving series 2012 this is all about people going uh, up onto a board 27 meters above the the sea and diving in and getting marked on points they're absolutely insane the photographs are wonderful though and uh, it's a really good collection of images on the telegraph it is an extreme sport and i would actually imagine it's quite difficult to photograph but some of the images are absolutely eye-wateringly brilliant um probably not something to look at if you're not good with heights Uh, but on the other hand it just goes to show what's uh the human um the human spirit is capable of when it it puts its mind to doing something diving into the waters uh, not exactly uh, something that i would particularly want to do image number nine i would especially recommend you have a look at that's image number nine it's a remarkable photo and that is it for the links i will add two more links of course to the bonus links section of the uh, the podcast link section on Darker Skies which of course is darker-skies.com forward slash podcasts all of the links are there for the previous podcasts and for this one and I will be back with more links next month I will leave you now with my Audioboo podcast that I did from, well Sat not that far away from Eileen Doonan Castle in the Highlands of Scotland. Next to the lock. You might even hear the the lock water in the background. Who knows? Anyway, here's a taste of Scotland. Well, this is a little Highland audio boo. I thought I would do one while I'm waiting for the uh, light to change. There's uh, a thick piece of cloud... Over my part of the highlands at the moment, probably all over the highlands, I would imagine, but it's starting to break up, and the sun's starting to come out. It was a very nice day yesterday. it started off like this, and then the sun managed to to break out and uh it was actually became quite hot. Um, I nearly baked in my coat because of course I was wearing it because I thought all of a sudden it's going to rain because it did look as though it was going to rain, and then uh, the sun got out. And it was a fabulous day. And then it sort of all closed in again, which I suppose is typical Highland weather, really. Um, I'm down near Island Dunan, and, uh, just having a look around, like I do on most mornings, just to see. The car park's starting to fill up with, uh, visitors. And, uh, I imagine that it'll soon be open and people, I think people are starting to go across now. he has got a fantastic webcam, by the way. Um... Just type Eileen Doonan, it's spelt, you'll probably get there if you uh, type Eileen Doonan in, however you spell it. Uh, But it's a live feed webcam. And it's quite interesting to watch just because of the way that uh, tourists behave, especially when they're taking photos. There's a certain specific point where a lot of them seem to stand and take their photos. You could literally put a plaque on the floor. And these tourists would go to within feet or, if not, stand on the plaque to take their pictures. There must be hundreds, if not thousands of photos out there taken from that viewpoint. Um, I suppose there's other... but I don't know. People don't... I've seen people stop their car, wind their window down, put their uh, smartphone out take a photo and then just drive off they haven't even got out of the car which I think is an absolute waste in this place Uh, you've got to get out and get the atmosphere and listen to the sounds and soak it all in otherwise you don't really see it do you? you don't really feel it and that's what it's all about really going places it's about soaking up the atmosphere getting a feel for the place anyway I will have a a bit of a, a wander on Do have a look at the webcam, because it's quite entertaining at times. Um, And it is a beautiful castle to to look at. So that's Eileen Doon, and just type it into Google and you'll find it. Right, I think I'm actually starting to get some light, so I'll go and do some work. Check out any of the links mentioned in this podcast. Go to darker-skies.com forward slash podcasts.